the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. I thought we'd do a little something different today and talk to you about what's your title and how did you get it and what do you actually do on a day-by-day basis? So let's start with the title and then get okay. into the nitty-gritties of it. Sure. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little uh, cold here. So, um, no worries. Well, actually, uh, notwithstanding your, your lead in, my official title is actually Chief Market Analyst um, as opposed okay. to Chief Market Strategist. <clears throat> and I like strategist market, better. As a Chief Market Analyst, um you know, what I do is I analyze the information that's coming in on a day-to-day basis uh, and try and make sense of it for uh, briefing.com readers, um, many of whom are self-directed, and, um, and, and, you know, and do it in relatable terms. Um, so um, very, you know, layman's approach, uh, but I view things from more of a what's called a top-down perspective. So I'm looking at the, the broader economic picture uh, and making, um, you know, analytical assessments based on um, uh, objective assessments based on the data we see before us uh, and uh, tie it all up with a... Uh, a fundamental bow, if you will. I'm not a technical analyst. I look at things from a fundamental perspective. So earnings and interest rates and inflation, things like that are important for me. Do you care about the press releases like Apple will say, the car is going to be big, Um, the future of technology is wireless, Um, the Ubers are coming down the road and they're going to change the way FedEx and UPS does business. Are you kind of story-driven, or are you more data-driven on a, a, a blinder level, per se? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> announcements like that um, <clears throat> have more of a, um, a micro-focus. More, They're more company-specific oriented. That's not to say that they can't be disruptive uh, from a broader standpoint. Um, but uh, generally speaking, you know, I'm not going to get caught up too much in the weeds of those things. Um, they're interesting. Uh, they provide uh, oftentimes a lot of uh, daily trading opportunities within the stocks and the immediate competitors to those companies. Uh, but it takes more than just a, you know, a simple announcement like that, I think, to really um, get things interesting from a broader market standpoint, which is what I'm interested in. And uh, that's why 
incoming economic data uh, is is noteworthy to me. Uh, that's why earnings data in aggregate, you know, is important to me, and uh, and you know enables me to do the job of analyzing why the market is behaving the way that it's behaving and relating that to our readers. When it comes to Wall Street on a day-by-day basis, I tell people I don't care. I do this because I have to. It's a job, and I have to talk about Yahoo, and I have to talk about Apple, and I have to talk about earnings season. But to me, it's more of a quarter-to-quarter, year-over-year kind of story, and it's it's based on capitalism. I, I hide behind that, whereas I kind of like the fact that Americans, we come up with great ideas, we execute them, we sell them, we fire people when we have to. I kind of hide behind capitalism. That's my theme. Um, do you have a theme that you look at as far as, you know, trying to define yourself or, you know, a quick bar conversation or a conversation with an uncle or not that explains your, your gig? Yeah. Well, one of the <clears throat> unique things about briefing.com uh, and our subscribers is that we we have a broad audience, right? So we have... Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, many self-directed individuals, and those self-directed individuals uh, range from, you know, the day trader, right, who's uh, basically trading by the minute almost <laughs> in some respects, uh, all the way down, you know, up to that very long-term oriented investor um, who, you know, as you noted earlier, may may not care one bit, and rightfully so, about the day-to-day movement of, uh, you know, what takes place on Wall Street, right? So for me, you know, in the, in, in my um, position, um, I do have to be attuned uh, to uh, Wall Street, to the developments on Wall Street that do happen day to day uh, and be able to communicate, uh, you know, some intraday analysis of why the market is behaving the way it is behaving to help a certain category of our readers, but at the same time, I need to be objective enough and take a step back from all of that day-to-day volatility and assess those broader trends uh, and, and still make sense of them for you know more conservative-minded investors who have that long-term orientation. Uh, and and so it's a it's a it's a it's a balancing act uh, with respect to my specific job responsibilities as the chief market analyst for Briefing.com. So, um, uh, but. You know, in terms of larger themes, uh, again, coming back to earnings and uh, the, the, how the economic data is unfolding, those are certainly big-picture themes that I think are, are going to be geared and suited more toward that, you know, investment-minded individual, whereas uh, I might have to look at, uh, you know, an incoming economic release and, well, how did that compare today? to the consensus estimate because there's going to be a certain contingent of our readers who are going to trade simply off was that headline better than expected or worse than expected uh, and that's uh, and you see those knee-jerk reactions and I have to then try to make some sense of whether those knee-jerk reactions are valid or, or are likely to unwind uh, based on you know uh, more than likely my uh, assessment of what's unfolding up from a broader picture. So I could listen to you all day. I'll be quite honest with you. I, I think you're a smart guy. You're insightful. And I don't idolize basketball players, but I idolize what you do. And I, I, I would love to sit and, you know, drink two beers and then maybe even ask for a third beer with you to get that, you know, 
deep appreciation of your insight. What what advice would you give me over beer, and or what advice would you give the average investor, uh, man on the street per se? Right. Well, you know, the, the the average investor, you know, I think that, you know, one piece of advice, uh, you know, if they really are going to categorize themselves as a, you know, quote, investor, um, is is not to get caught up in these, um, you know, pockets of momentum. Um, you know, these these momentum trades, they can go on for a lot longer than people uh, expect them to, um, but, um, but they can also force people into chasing things that they don't really want to chase uh, simply because they have a hard time sitting, you know, sitting on their hands, you know, if you will. Um, so for the average investor, I mean, I think you, you have to be paying attention to um, the underlying fundamental picture because it's that fundamental uh, structure that will, will be the ultimate determinant of whether these momentum-based moves uh, – in an individual stock or in the broader market, are ultimately sustainable, um, and uh, you know, and that's what I would you know uh, try to drive home for for people over you know two or three beers, as you say, um, just getting them focused on the idea that while the stock market can look like it's going gangbusters from one day to the next, uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot more to that trading activity. Uh, but the, the ultimate determinant of, of where things are headed uh, lie in the trends we're seeing with respect to earnings and the economy, uh, and that's where your focus should lie. How much do you care about presidential years? Um, who's going to win the election? How much does that play into a positive bias or maybe a neutral angle? I'm not going to go negative with it because I, I mm-hmm. don't think there's evidence that supports that, but how much do you care about the you know the the picture of the politics mixing in with wall street sure um you know you have to you have to care about it um you know based on you know what the handicapping of who the likely candidate or the winning candidate might be and then uh and then trying to determine whether uh congress is going to tilt in that party's direction as well because if you have Say you know Republicans controlling both houses of Congress and a Republican president, you know theoretically, um, you should be getting uh, you know policies that come out that are you know uh, I'm not wanting to get too political here, but you know they're probably going to like you know talk more about the need to uh, cut taxes, right, and and cut spending and. Uh, and things of like that, things like that. So you then have to assess, well, if that's going to be the case, you know, what areas might be most impacted by that. Um, so, um, so you have to care about it, um, not just from a market standpoint, but you should care about it anyway, as, as simply from being an, an American. You know, presidential politics and politics in general, while it's really messy uh, at times, um, is something we all need to be. Uh, engaged with uh, because it is you know really the the foundation of our country is that ability to choose who governs us and for those leaders to come into office in a very peaceful manner um, you might not like the policies but uh, that's uh, you know a central tenet of what makes our country great is that we have a peaceful transition of power thanks very much that's 
Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. I start every morning with his page one. I think he's very insightful. I would love to have more off-the-cuff conversations with him similar to this. We all can benefit from looking at the long term and looking at people who are very good at what they do. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I'm speaking with Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. You can find him at Briefing.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.